Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, April 19th. Seek upliftment in the company you keep. Others' magnetism will affect you, whether for good or evil. Make it a point to mix more with people who radiate goodness. Live, if possible, with spiritually minded people. Especially seek out and live in a community whose members are dedicated to living by high principles. When I was first learning Yogananda's teachings, Master's teachings, he had the statement, environment is stronger than willpower. I was young at the time, and I really had lived so forcefully from my own ideas that I really didn't quite understand that. And I, I rebelled a little against it. I thought, oh no, my 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 willpower is stronger than environment. But of course, Master met it in a much more subtle way than that. In another place, he actually said, whether your mind goes upward toward God or downward toward the things of the world depends primarily on the company you keep. Now, he modified that um, by, by when a disciple asked, you know, but sir, what if I'm alone? And Master then said to him, Am I not always with you? And when Swamiji asked Master, when Master was nearing the end of his life, he said, when you are gone, will you be as close to us as you are now? And Master said, to those who think me near, I will be near. Now that that word has several different meanings. Think, meaning those who call me, you know, whose thoughts turn to me and call me, that will bring me close to you. And it can also mean those who have faith in my eternal omnipresence will also be able to experience my omnipresence. Master said to Swami Kriyananda, I know every single thought that you think. And when Swamiji said that to me, I said, sir, do you think that's still true? And Swami looked at me and said, of course. But the Guru, God himself, Divine Mother, however you think of it, does not invade our minds uninvited because human beings are given free will. We have the opportunity to make whatever decisions we choose. So what we have to choose is we have to choose what do we want to influence us because it's naive to think, as I did somewhat when I was younger, that I was actually making my own choices. So everything, everything about what we think is informed by the environment we, we keep, starting with the body we live in. You don't think of your body as the environment you keep, but it is the environment you keep. It's the language you speak. It's the, um, the gender orientation that the body itself creates. It's the hormones that are flowing or not flowing, the chemistry of the body. All these things influence our consciousness very powerfully. They influence it so completely and so continuously that we don't even know it's an influence. But even beyond that, Yogananda said in Autobiography of a Yogi, 
Thoughts are not individually rooted, they're universal. We merely tune into levels of consciousness. We don't create our own thoughts. We tune into vibrations of consciousness and the thoughts that we, that, that we then, that come to us, reflect the vibration of consciousness we're tuning into. Um, nowadays, very few people know about um, a radio that you tune with a dial. It used to be a very vivid image and it still exists in movies and things like that. Nowadays, ra- even radio stations are mostly through the computer and you just click on it. There's no adjusting it. But in my childhood, we had this big console radio with this beautiful dial across it and big knob, a wonderful big knob. And you'd move the knob and it would just move across the dial um, like this. And it would, in different numbers, you would pick up different radio stations. And they would come in with more or less clarity and there was enormous variety. And what was fascinating in the image, if you think about it, and this is actually, in a sense, it is also true for a computer. If you're drawing whatever you're drawing through your computer, it, it exists in the atmosphere. And whether you receive it or not depends on how you adjust the receiver, whether the rece- receiver is coming through your wireless Bluetooth or whatever it is. You have a device that has to be aligned, and then it will receive. And the radio dial was more... Um, graphic, you could see it. We, we can't see it now. It's all happening invisibly. But it's, but it's already there. All the choices are there. And they're not created by the device. They're merely received by the device when the device is aligned with that particular projection. And this is a mechanical form of what's going on all the time. Thoughts are a force in the universe. And thoughts and vibrations of consciousness are happening all around us. The divine, uh, the, the guru, the saints, the masters, the, those who are your guardian angels, these are all forces that are just coming to the earth. It's, it's very interesting to realize that the gurus, the great masters, their consciousness never varies. They're always an open channel for divine inspiration. They don't turn it on and off. We turn on and off in terms of whether we receive it, because it depends on what we're tuned into, what we're what we're inclined toward, what we believe is true. You know, we become interested. Our bodies start activating sexual desires, or sleepy desires, or hunger desires, or restless desires, and we start being influenced by those things. We set our devices for certain kinds of programming, whether it's a certain kind of music or a certain kind of entertainment, and whatever vibration that puts out on a, a, a scale of um, from delusion to, to Christ consciousness, we, become, we get in tune with that. And the more in tune we get with that, the more we expose ourselves, the more we live in that environment, the more we begin to resonate with that and begin to repeat it. And we just repeat it, and then more thoughts come and more opportunities come on that wavelength. And that's, then we begin to think, this is who I am. But it's a tremendous amount of the environment we keep. And this is where Swami is just saying, seek out those who have the kind of consciousness and the kind of magnetism you want. And nowadays, because of the internet, you, know, you can keep the company of of any kind of individual virtually that exists, of, of really low conscious 
violent, paranoid, um, dark people, or great saints. You just there's there's just you can you can be in the company of great saints, either literally looking at their faces, listening to their voices, or you can hear songs that are written or read books that are written by really great saints, or you can see dramatizations by people who understand how to convey it. You can just you can choose your companions all the time. It's a very good question. If you're not satisfied with your state of consciousness, ask yourself, whose company am I keeping? What kind of an environment am I living in? And if you're not happy with your inner reality, what what's happening in your outer reality? Now, ideally, I mean, the company of saints. There's a saying in India, one moment in the company of a saint can be your raft over the ocean of delusion. And there's, there's great truth in that because the, the vibratory power of a very advanced soul, even if we don't receive it completely with our conscious mind, it, it goes into us and becomes part of who we are. A friend of mine raised her son um, to manhood and she had two children and she felt her duty was to make sure that each of her children had the opportunity to spend one moment in the company of a saint. And then she felt she'd done her job as a mother. And in both cases, she brought them to Swami Kriyananda as grown-ups, not as babies, as grown adults, man and woman. And once she did that, she actually felt that her mothering duties were over. And as it happened, both her children joined this path. I mean, it was their destiny, and she brought them there. I mean, that was what she was meant to do. Now, we can't always find saints in person, but we can really find both the presence of saints and saintly input, as I was saying a moment ago. This is the, we can also be inundated with dark, downward pulling energy everywhere you go in our society right now. Just the music that they play in the grocery store can be absolutely shattering to your, your elevated state of mind. But simultaneously, you can choose your environment. And Swami says, if possible, try to find people who are the kind of people that you want to be. And even if you have just a few of them in your life, make it a point to serve them, to, to, to help them in any way that you can, and to be in their company as much as is possible. You can't, um, you can't impose yourself on people. That's not a wise idea. But take advantage of every opportunity that's given to you. Nowadays, while this is being recorded, we're in the middle still of this pandemic and our, our, our in-person options are strangely limited now. But this should pass. And if, if no opportunities are coming to you, then pray to God to bring them. You know, when, when the disciple is ready, the guru comes. When the devotee is ready, divine opportunities come. And very close to the law of abundance is the law of gratitude. And if we're talking about spiritual abundance and gratitude, another aspect of gratitude is um, to make the most of whatever is given to you. If we squander the, the blessings that are, the, not just the blessings, but the opportunities that are in front of us, wanting to have other opportunities, we don't create the magnetism of gratitude that brings more abundance to it. Just think about it. If you give someone some useful item, 
but they don't really want to use that one. They want a better one. They want a more expensive one. They want a different one. And they, they don't make use of what's given to them. You can see there's not a lot of inspiration to lavish more abundance upon them. And so Divine Mother wants to know, how sincere are you? How, how, how much do you really want um, divine upliftment? Or are you just looking for someone to carry you? And, and we have to, we spend so many lifetimes ignoring the deeper realities that Divine Mother tests us. She wants to know how really serious we are. And one of the ways she tests us is how much do we gratefully make use of the opportunities that are in front of us. And if you find yourself with no spiritual companions, then take advantage of whatever long-distance opportunities are there and remind Divine Mother that you would like a little company. It's, it's impossible to gauge, you know, what everyone's karma is. But wherever you're standing, see what is already in your environment that you can um, make your starting point to expand until finally, as Swami says, if possible, even move into a community. You know, it, the advantages of living in a community of like-minded souls cannot be overstated. It's, it's profoundly transforming. But we're very early in this uh, saga of Dwapara Yuga. Master predicted that small, intentional, spiritually-based communities would be the lifestyle of the future. How, how soon that future will come remains to be seen. It would solve a great many of the difficulties that society and individuals are facing now. But the effort to create such communities at this stage um, is beyond the, the capacity of most people. But the day will come. Will it come in two years, five years, 50 years? I don't know. But Master, even back in 1950, he was saying, those of you who share high ideals, pool your resources, buy land in the country, grow your own food, live simply together, Spend your time in uh, high-minded things with like-minded people. Now, even if that isn't practical, take what that means and bring it into the life that you live. Simplify, uplift, and drink in every positive, uplifting resource that circumstances in your life allow. And Divine Mother will um, bless you in every way that she can. So, seek upliftment in the company you keep. Others' magnetism will affect you, whether for good or evil. Make it a point to mix more with people who radiate goodness. Live, if possible, with spiritually minded people. Especially seek out and live in a community whose members are dedicated to living by high principles. God bless you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners, so if you feel to support ASHA, you can make a one-time donation, or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.